0: Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. But there are a number of other cultures that use different things. Whereabouts were you travelling when you when you went away? Uh,
0: North Africa, and so that's Islamic. Okay. And then Central America, which is a combination of indigenous uh, American and Spanish okay. traditions. Okay. Um, and so you had this, and and it's, it's often a blend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put together a, an, an an ethno map once of the world, and there there's a couple of three main centres of independently uh, springing up cultures. Ayurveda is the oldest, India, China close behind, and then what we call Galenic, the European tradition, and they blend in the middle with the uh, Urdu, you know, in the Pakistani world, which is essentially Galenic, uh, and Islamic is Galenic. Um, But then you see the overlaps, and particularly when you talk about North America, you get the translation over the Atlantic and from Asia, from Asia, the other way. Uh, so there's it's a it's a blend and some melds. And what I practice is sort of global. Uh, I practice some. I use Chinese remedies and Indian remedies and uh, North American remedies a lot of North American remedies. Yeah,
1: yeah. And are there like a, a spice palette? Are there particular standout members of all those different families and, and cultural traditions that that are most prominent?
0: Yeah, uh, I was brought up a lot on the North American traditions. That was a historical. Uh, the the, the post-industrial British. Very interesting story. You know, uh, Britain did industrial revolution more than anybody else. And within a generation the countryside had emptied and we were moving into Halifax and Bradford and Leeds and Manchester and so on in large numbers. And these were country people Mm. and they were normally looking after themselves mostly by women in the villages they moved into black to back housing in in, in the working class areas proletariat and they changed gender the herbalists and they there were blokes who set up shops the herbalist shops one of the first was a man called Jesse Boot in Nottingham who f- was the co-founder of the National Association of Medical Herbalists? Well, Boots might have another connotation to you because mm-hmm. that was, he was originally a herbalist shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the way it went. It was, it was, became a functional medicine for the working people. But they didn't have a, a, a legacy to fall back on. They just had polyglot, you know, village traditions. Along came an American who had rediscovered the principles of Greek medicine in the far in the Midwest. And it was all about hot and cold and using K-N, and, which is a Native American remedy. Yeah. And so he came back with this new idea, Thompsonian medicine. No one's ever heard of it now. But it was the basis of a new tradition of herbal medicine as a profession in the, uh, in, in, in the, in, in, in the UK. And I inherited that tradition when I studied in Leicester in, in the 1970s. And so half of my... Uh, Medi- Materia Medica was North American mm. Echinacea mm. you know uh, the, the native ginseng golden seal and, and lots of very exciting and gynecological remedies come from North America